Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is August 31st, 2022. We are headed into, my God, one of the most loaded wrestling weekends that I can remember. We've got uh, just an insane schedule. We're here to talk AEW Dynamite. We got Alex Pawlowski here, the host of Sour Graps on uh, FightfulSelect.com. We encourage you guys to subscribe. Leave us a thumbs up. Tap that bell for notifications. Get in your super chats, super chats. I'll tell you about that here in a little bit. Alex, how you doing? Uh, I'm 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 doing really good. I feel like I've uh, maybe turned the corner on this cold I've had for like a week, and I'm ready to get into another crazy weekend of wrestling. Uh, just found I'm I'm doing the 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 proper uh, post show on Friday, talking about SmackDown and Rampage with Miss Kate Fabe. Uh, so we'll be talking about that. Then we're probably gonna do. A minimum of three. Maybe we'll do five. I don't know how many shows we're doing this weekend, but we're going to do a lot of shows talking about wrestling this weekend. Just uh, an unreal schedule, and I'll let you guys have a little taste of it, as they say. We had List in Your Boy today. We had List Goes On on Fightful Select uh, right afterwards. Of course, we have the AEW Dynamite show. But on Thursday, of course, we have the Spotlight. There's Will Washington's Day After Dynamite show. 
Uh, at some point, we have the Tony Khan Media Scrum, which will be here on YouTube after it is completed as live streaming is prohibited. Uh, on Fightful Select tomorrow, I'll have predictions for Clash of the Castle and All Out with Ella J. That will be up on our main feed on Friday as well. But Thursday night, Joel Pearl and Cresta with the Impact post-show review there every single week. Uh, Grapsity, a special time Friday at noon Eastern is the plan. Uh, as Clash of the Castle is Saturday. So, of course, we're going to have a post-show for that. We're going to be dropping an interview with Swerve here on the channel as well. We've got uh, SmackDown, AEW Rampage post-show Friday. And then Sunday, we have uh, the AEW All Out post-show. I, I don't even know if Alex and Kate are doing a Worlds Collide show. I, do, yeah. I don't know. Are you? We're, we're planning on doing one. I just okay. don't know when we're going to fit it into the sure. whole thing. <laughs> sure. I mean, you can try to make it work uh, during zero hour, I guess. I, I guess, don't know. Like, like, well, we're watching zero hour while we're talking about what happened at Worlds Collide. Why not? But that ain't it. Fightfulselect.com, as Brighton says, uh, are you doing a Q&A this week? When will it be? I think I'll probably aim for Friday. For Friday. Um, I, I think that's probably what I'll do. Um but it'll be live. It'll be on Fightful Select, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, we've got uh, Sour Graps as well, just a, a ton of stuff there. The Weekender from Steven Jensen, of course, Figure Hall, just an insane number of shows. Just an insane number of shows. Uh, show us some love. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can get Super Chats or Humper Chats in. That would mean an awful lot. Go to humperchats.com. You can leave your question statement before we go in the air or while we're on the air. Let's heckin' go. Leave that thumbs up, guys. I want to thank Luis, our moderator, who, uh, man, every Wednesday it's insane. And last week we did a two-hour show. Whoo, boy. Well, John Moxley kicked off this show. By the way, guys, we have we have news on uh, the full gear location and date over on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. John Moxley came out, and I almost forgot. Oh, yeah, they're doing a residency in Chicago right now. Yeah, apparently. So they're, they're doing that, and John Moxley had this tone. And I was like, man, this is a little unusual. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's in Chicago right now. Yeah. CM yep. Punk is the baby face. Yep. And I, I almost got lost in what he said because all of it just felt so good and real awesome. and natural and amazing, Alex. Like, he mm. was so just aggressive with it. He's like, 60-minute man? Yep, well, I had about 57 left. Guess not. Ooh, this was good stuff. Um, oh, my, my, my foot hurts. I can't go anymore. Nah, you gave up. You get he punk got me in the ring. He gave me his best shots, and he saw I didn't care. That wasn't gonna do it that night. And so he gave up. And that's not what a champion does. Like just the way that he he just he ah oh, you know what, man, he 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 killed it. Like he he killed this promo. He murdered it like with a hatchet in front of his whole family. That's like it was a it was a brutal slaying of this promo. By John Moxley. I loved it. This was just everything it needed to be. And he said that he had an open contract 
since CM Punk uh, showed up and ducked out. He said that he folded. Real champions don't fold. That's right. Ooh, he he attacked so much of of what Punk said while also exploiting a lot of the criticisms. Because I mean, a lot of the the common criticisms of CM Punk when he left was mm-hmm. that he folded. And he said, after we welcomed you back to wrestling, gave you a second chance, he said, you folded. So yep. he was effectively saying, you disappointed all these people. Like the Chicago people at that. Like yeah. Moxley's like, I got to come out here and tell you guys this. I have to. Right. I don't have a choice. Sorry that your guy isn't here right now. Not my fault. He's weak mentally. He's weak physically. He ain't cut out for it. And let me mm-hmm. tell you. Listen, Alex, I'm a Cincinnati Lexington guy. We have not had a lot in Cincinnati sports to cheer for for 30 years. Mm-hmm. That has changed fairly recently. Yeah. But uh, we don't have pro sports in Lexington. Let me tell mm-hmm. you, we didn't have many wrestlers to enjoy either. No. Hillbilly Jim, uh, Eugene was built from here. Jillian Hall was built from here. It's nice to have somebody. That's like, there you go, a Cincinnati guy, a local guy. I love it. It it makes me very happy. Uh, We've got super chats about Mox. Hobo in the corner says, Mox getting cheered in the ring, then or cheered to the ring, booed in the ring, followed by the crowd being so restless during Punk's ring time felt weird. That is, in a positive way, manipulating a crowd, Alex. That Mm -hmm. is taking them for the ride. It's playing off of their emotions. It is masterful promo work. Absolutely. This um, uh, I I do a um, a live stream of the main event of Dynamite every week on, on my personal YouTube channel. You can come check it out. Um, over there, I was talking with the chat about whether or not, like, was it better to do it this way, or could they have just had Moxley and Punk each come down to the ring with a title on their shoulder to have the match, the real match in Chicago? Not done the the squash last week and and the whole like oh I hurt my foot maybe I'm gonna have to retire and then Punk's best friend no you're not gonna do it and have Mox run him down in the ring just have the match or do all of this which is better and I will I would say my answer to that depends entirely upon what happens on Sunday because there's a lot of different ways this could go I'm not willing to predict specifically what it will be. But I think it's one of like, I don't know, eight, nine different things they could do on Sunday. And that to me only happens if you have all of this other stuff that happened tonight. And uh, I think that there was, it was the plan to to like get a little bit extra intrigue going into that match on Sunday. And I think there's about as much as you could get. Chris Kessler says Moxley is the best promo in wrestling. Hope he retains after unifying the titles last week. Would feel too perky-jerky to switch, in my opinion. And Matthew Plus says, yes, this was the way Mox deserved his moment. I mean, I think Mox is going to be around AEW for a long, long, long time. I think Tony Khan's going to do whatever necessary to keep Mox. He is objectively a megastar. I think he's the kind of person you can't afford to lose. And I think he's probably going to be the kind of guy that holds that AEW title like five or six different times. I think he's going to be the type of person that you go back to in that sense. Um, I don't think he's going to retain, especially after the punk thing that we saw and considering where this is, but we're, we're about to get into that. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the possibility of Mox retaining? 
I, I think of all the of all the different ways that that it could go, I think that um, anything that involves Mox retaining is probably low on the list of possibilities, um, simply because of where they're doing it and all this. There was a paid the attention paid to to Punk and his foot and all this stuff. Like either Punk wins and is the hero in his hometown. Everyone cheers because he overcame all this stuff. But Punk, I mean, Mox was being really heelish toward the Chicago crowd and also Punk. So you could easily see Punk having a redemption story um, in 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 Chicago. But uh, also you could see Punk just like using all of that against us. All of the goodwill built up toward him and his injury and him crying in the ring tonight and being forced by an old friend to even take the match when he didn't want to do it to begin with. Maybe that's all a big swerve leading to an attempt, at least, at Punk turning heel into, in Chicago, which, again, I've said is the highest degree of difficulty I think I can imagine on a heel turn is Punk turning heel in Chicago. But I don't know, man. A lot of people think that's where we're going. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We are going to uh, sort of stretch out this situation a little bit because it was a it was a major thread throughout mm -hmm. the show. Marcelo says it's official. Paul Michael Levesque zero. Anthony Rafik Kwan five. Arkan five. Very clever again. Mm -hmm. Eddie McMack says can't believe we're getting not just two, but three wrestling pay per views this weekend. It's a great time for wrestling fans everywhere. You get to see truly like everything this weekend and now because of the new leadership like i don't know what the best card is gonna be now <laughs> so i'm very excited yeah. for that like i'm looking forward to sheamus versus gunther this weekend i can't wait to watch that yeah it's some really some good stuff jam beard says alex here's a prediction for worlds collide nxt uk sweeps the three title unifications braun uh and braun and mandy with toxic attraction, go to the main. I think we're probably more likely to have Braun get the brakes pumped on him, if anything, now compared to where we were a month and a half ago. Yeah, I think that they that Hunter's got enough up on the main roster right now. When before they did not. Like I, 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 I thought they were gonna gonna speed up that kid, and maybe maybe put a rocket on him in the main roster went back when Vince didn't have all the people that now Hunter has brought back and has stuff to do with. Um, I, I think that probably Braun's got another six months to a year uh, in NXT um, where I didn't think that like two months ago. Uh, but I do think, I do absolutely think that it is time for all of Toxic Attraction to go to the main roster. I think that, that Mandy's done way more than she, you know, than she needs to have in NXT, and she's ready to go back up. Beck Schimmel says, love to Fightful. AEW's booking is interesting, and he just became a 14-month Twitch sub. Big thank you to Zach Schimmel, one of our longtime supporters, yeah, a great you. guy. The booking was interesting tonight because it threaded a lot of stuff in, and there's a lot of questions with uh, with what was going to happen with Punk, and then we, we found out. Yeah. Matthew Plus, by the way, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We are simulcasting there. Matthew Plus says, this is for Luis. Congrats on Fofana, my brother. That's a soccer reference. I don't get it. But, uh, Woodka says, the concern trolling from the toxic fans this week has made uh, 
has made this week a chore to get into. Glad tonight delivered. I was sure it would. A to B pay-per-views are always home runs. Ultimately, when it comes to stuff like that, what I've learned is when it comes to wrestling opinions, you ain't got to let it. You can just let people think what they want to think or pretend pretend to be concerned about the things they pretend they're being being concerned about. Ultimately, it's a wrestling opinion. Eh, Whatever. Whatever. Had the Chris Jericho interview, but Daniel Garcia interrupted. What did you think about this? Because this is a guy that you have seemed to like and then a guy that you... (laughs) <laughs> don't see well, no, here's, like. the, here's the thing um this this story because it's because because danielson and garcia are involved in it is 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 some of the best stuff that i think that 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 jericho can do in his current uh iteration that will that will work the best overall personally for me i love the idea of garcia being like listen you're my mentor and i love you for what you've done for me and that's my hero and the thing of it is is that I know you can just you you can beat him. You can you can just beat him. You're good enough to beat him. You're you're Chris Jericho. You're you're you might be the goat. You can beat him. Just beat him. Don't cheat. Don't take shortcuts. Don't send out your goons to beat him up. Just beat him because I know you can. Because I have faith in you. Because I believe in you. And 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 then uh, Jericho says, "Oh sure, sure. I won't I won't cheat at the pay per view." I mean, between now and then, who can say? And that was that was a kind of a nice little foreshadowing there. And I really, <laughs> really enjoy uh, what we have coming down the pike here, both later tonight and and what's going to happen at the pay per view, and what's going to happen next week too. Oh, I mean, Dave Garcia against Wheeler Yuta for the pure title They've in Buffalo that already. Yep. Yeah, where uh, where I mean, Daniel Garcia is from. So yep. I mean. Oh boy, I cannot wait for that as well. But we got Danielson versus Hager, and I felt like going into this, I was like, okay, this is. I think points were going to be proven here, and I thought they were. Uh, Jake Hager's had some good matches this year uh, with Claudio, with Brian Danielson. Like it, he's having good matches, as we know, or as I feel like I've known that he could. But I mean, a lot of people remember him for, I don't know, maybe something else. Maybe his WWE, his late WWE run. Right. I think that this is more of a representation of the skill set and what he provides. Doesn't hurt that he's facing some of the greatest wrestlers ever, but mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, you know what? I've seen some stinkers uh, with with people who are less talented than Jake Hager as well. But what did this match say to you? Well, I mean, listen, it it shows me that like Daniel Bryan could get a great match out of a corpse. Like you, you. I mean, I, I, I think that Jake Herger is, is, uh, is, is fine. I think that he had a, he had a, good, he had a pretty good match against, against Claudio. But this match was great because, because, uh, Brian Danielson, like, he's just he brings everything out of people, and also he's able because he's, I think he's a, he's a twisted little sadist. He loves that we get so concerned about him. And so he'll always do some bump he doesn't need to do just to make sure that we at home go, oh, oh, are you okay? Are you okay, Daniel? Um, because that's what we used to do for him. Uh, so I thought this was great because I, I thought Hager, this is best match I've seen Hager do in all of AEW. Best match I've seen him do in a very long time. Um, this was really great. And um, and everything that happened uh, post-match, I thought, is really feeding into both the pay-per-view and then we'll also see uh, further into the future next week. Danielson gets the win. I really enjoyed this match. Mm-hmm. Just really, really enjoyed it. Uh, of course, 
we got Jericho doing his thing afterwards and Garcia grabbed the chair. And again, right. that leaves you, leaves you with some, some unanswered questions there. Really digging that really right. digging yeah, that. The, the, they had um, Parker and, and Menard daddy magic come down to, t- to attack Danielson. We, uh, we had uh, we have two new, new two year deals, by the way, good for them. New uh, the BC, Mr. Not, BCC chase them off. Sorry. I shouldn't say new two year deals. They've got, they've, the two of them have right. new deals. There we there go. There you go. Um, and then the rest of BCC chased them off, and Jericho comes down from commentary with a chair. And Garcia mm-hmm. takes it from him. Of course, Jericho then turns around with the Busaiko knee, and uh, Danielson just smiling, just smiling because he because he knows what he did. Um, and so what I think happens to me personally uh, is uh, is on uh, Sunday we get Jericho. Cheating to beat Danielson when he promised he wouldn't, which brings Garcia down to the ring to defend Danielson after during a beatdown again. They come to blows this time. And then there's already a match all scheduled for Yuta versus for, versus Garcia. And if Garcia is able to win, Yuta actually extending the hand, which you're supposed to do in ROH, even after you lose, maybe that gets a point where like they want him to come and join BCC and he's thinking about it. But Jericho's like, you're not allowed to leave Jericho appreciation society unless Jericho says so, which gives us our Jericho versus Garcia match. I'm not sure how long they went to do that, but I think that that's definitely something that we're going to get. Miro Darby sting are together. They are facing house of black at all out. Uh, Yes. Needless to say that, uh, unconfirmed internet. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful rumor was absolutely false a to be yeah. confirmed to me before the show malachi black is not released and he is yeah, competing weird, huh? yeah weird, true. he is competing sunday what do you think about this match originally i had heard it was supposed to be malachi miro but I love this match. I love this as a six-man tag, especially when you are legitimizing a trios division. Yes, I think that's a, that's a big thing because I think House of House of Black deserves a full match on the card. And I, I personally, I'd have him go over. 
I'd have I'd have Darby get pinned by Malachi uh, or Brody um, uh, while you know Miro's unable to, and then you can have your Malachi versus Miro one on one at Grand Slam. I think that's a really great place to do that. That one on we are owed that one on one match, so we're gonna we're gonna get it eventually. But I thought this promo to me uh, summed up everything that I that I've kind of grown tired of because it's just it's just again it's my own personal sure. thoughts and, and, and uh, opinions about about Darby and why I, why I realized what I didn't like him. Miro cuts this promo by himself. It's like, um, uh, uh, Darby Sting, I do not think you want to be my friend. The last man who was my friend was God, and he had to shake hands with three devils to try and get rid of me. And then we get Darby, who goes like this. Malachi Black, I think you're scared. I think you're scared and jealous of Brody King. And it was just like, there was nothing about it. That was There was no fire. There was no sure. like passion for, for the... It just felt like it was just so... He, you know, what he reminds me of more and more now because I'm doing a rewatch of South Park. He reminds me of the goth kids from South Park in a very funny way. Um, but like, listen, I'm sure the match is going to be great because it's going to be a lot of fun. Sting's going to no sell a black mask to the face or something. It's going to be a fantastic match. But eventually, all that I care about is we get Miro versus Malachi one on one for 15 minutes. It's everything I need. So, uh, a person who, if somebody says Sean getting news, yes, I am actually. So uh, I'll have Alex lead this talking point. <laughs> uh, the last person that was friends with Miro before God right. was Kip Sabian. Yes. He's back. Yeah. What'd you think? Kip Sabian has become a full-on Batman villain. Like I love it with, with the hair and the beard and just the, his style of promo. And I mean, again, like I, I kidnapped what appeared to be a child beat them up because they've got a black eye, duct tape their mouth shut, put a box over their head to trick you into thinking I was there to get the jump drop on you. That's a Batman villain. I, I, I think this is really good for him. And I also love uh, that, that, that Pac is ready for it too. I love that he's like, you know, so uh, you, you've been following me everywhere, stalking me. Well, now you've got me. You've got my attention. And I, I think that this is going to be really great for both Kip and for Puck, and the thing about it is, is that the Atlantic title doesn't have this, this aura of great prestige to it. I love Puck, and I, I hope he carries the title forever because I love that guy. But if you wanted to reestablish Kip, you could have him beat Puck for it and have Puck fade, like go back over to the trios division and have the Death Triangle feud with whoever wins the trios titles, and Puck wouldn't be any worse for it. And then you could have Kip Sabian do whatever he does with that belt. You know, there's there's things you can do there. I think there's a really it's a really great first real feud for Pac and a great first feud for Kip Sabian coming back. Chris says LMFAO Alex's impression of Darby make this a bit. <laughs> uh, man, uh we've got uh Jam Beard saying do you all think this Garcia stuff is a swerve to make Jericho look like a genius? <laughs> okay. There's a typo here. Oh, it yeah. Says, is it a swerve to make Jericho look like a genius by sucking Brian? <laughs> uh, listen. Listen. If you... I don't know if we really want Brian Danielson's thoughts on things of that nature, because as we have seen in the past, he says things like yes. mm -hmm. when I eat an apple, I'm essentially eating tree sperm. 
most fruits are semen, which I don't usually shill stuff, but Jeremy Lambert caused this to happen, Alex. Yep, he did. There's no way he didn't. Oh, I I know 100% that he did. <laughs> I 100% that he did. I was outright told it two weeks is, ago. I just so didn't. Funny. I just didn't think it was really going to happen. But it's one just, one thousand percent. It's what it's from. With no border, it's just like a screen printed by your aunt. Yes, like it's great. One thousand percent. This is because of Jeremy's headlines. Best. I was explicitly told this. AEW outright messaged him on Twitter and said, what episode is this from? <laughs> and now they got that, that shirt. So uh, oh, the wingmen so are out there. And uh, I'm glad to see them. I was hoping that Ryan Nemeth would call CM Punk a two-pump chump. Um, mm-hmm. Because that was so out of pocket and random on, on, the, on the Wardlow thing. He's like, you're a two-pump chump! Well, like, already we had we had Moxley say that you know Punk, you're not a sixty minute man. Yeah. So you have Nemeth call him a two pump jump and fall right along. Oh man! So <laughs> instead of the wingmen uh, touching tips as they like to do, Morrissey showed up. I thought for sure WWE was going to go after Morrissey Me too. Me um. Too. I, I haven't heard that they were interested in him. I haven't heard that they reached out. haven't heard anything about that. But he's here in, in AEW now, and he's not alone. Stokely Hathaway followed him out, who deleted his Twitter. So hope everything's smooth there. But C says, goaded show tonight except for the Morrissey stuff. But Lizzie says, was so happy to see him show up. He was the only reason I watched Impact. Where do you stand on this? I mean, I think... I think a lot of people maybe unfairly miscast him because of what they saw in WWE and his behavior in the few years afterwards. I can tell you an impact. He was very enjoyable to watch. He seems to have a categorically different attitude, but where do you stand on this? Well, I honestly, I, I, you know, when, when they were a thing, uh, Enzo and Cass were a lot of fun, you know, um, and I, I, I always thought there was something in a big man like him where you could teach him how to work or how to be a real, like, intimidating big man. Because he's a he was a fun big man, really, when he was with Enzo. Figured out what you could do with him. And then he had all that personal stuff that kind of soured me on him, to be honest. But from all accounts, he's really grown as a person and put a lot that a lot of that behind him. And he looks fantastic. Like, that dude is that guy, if he's seven feet tall, he's seven foot carved, carved out of granite. Um, and uh, and he, he looks great. I'm, I'm if he's really put all that behind him, I'm happy that he gets this point. I, I gotta say, W Morrissey is like not not my favorite ring name. It sounds it's a terrible sounds like a ring partner, name, it sounds like a partner at a law firm, like a W Morrissey, you know, like it's, it doesn't it doesn't work for him as a, as, a, as, a, as what he is. But I, but you know, I want Stokely and Hobbs. If I can't get that, if that's not in the cards, we're not going to do that. Then the group that Stokely has assembled, because Stokely comes out, offers him his card, and Marcy takes it. If it's Ethan Page, the main eventer, because that's what I think he is, as far as like that's the he's the he's the number one guy in that in that in that uh, group. Moriarty, the technician, and maybe you know he's the he's the wild card. Uh, 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 Moriarty. 
Morrissey is the big guy, the bruiser. And then you got the tag team, the, the ass boys. They're there to take all the pinfalls and to do all the like numbers game stuff. That's a perfect fivesome of heels for, for Stokely Hathaway to manage. I think it's, I think it's a really, really great. I'm, I'm digging what Stokely's doing. I'm just, conf- I, I don't want to say confused. I'm, I'm curious as to what exactly it is he's doing Me too. because we haven't necessarily seen a rhyme or reason as of yet. There have been some people who haven't been used on TV like Ethan page. There have been some that we thought were going to head to the BCC like Lee Moriarty. Then there's, we, I thought there was more mileage in the ass boys of Billy Gunn, but they got, they got uh poached as well. So yeah, very, very there's interesting. This, which honestly is a really interesting idea. That is a very interesting idea. Bold predictions. Stokely Hathaway is working for MJF. And Brian Mahoney predicts they're going to do the Nexus ending from Raw in 2010 at All Out. Like, I don't know about that part, but I love the idea of MJF pulling strings from afar, assembling this group of guys to be his backers for when he returns. Like, if that's something they were doing, I wouldn't hate that at all. So, I mean, Ethan Page would definitely make sense in that regard as he's doing, like, the I hate being here type of thing. Yeah. I, I'm i just, I'm wondering how that would, would sort of fit. I I don't know. I mean, if anybody can make it work, I think it's MJF and Stokely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think that could happen. Joel Wood says, what's up, you guys? Good seeing Morrissey on the big stage again. Kind of figured he'd join AEW because Lexi Nair... Works for AEW, who I believe is his girlfriend. I mean, ultimately, that stuff doesn't matter nearly as much as what many think it does. People, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of people that that worked uh, that have worked in opposite companies of the, their significant other. Uh, I want to address a very, very stupid chat that we have here. Jordan says, "You guys told me MJF was coming back for All Out. What happened?" Well, Jordan. You're a fucking moron because we never told you never here on Fightful that that, that was going to happen. We have not no. reported when or if Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. Sasha, Naomi, no. or MJF are coming back or if they are. No. Just so you know. Um, stop stop fantasy booking what we say on the air. Irene says, is Stokely collecting talent for an ROH faction? I think that Stokely is I think Stokely is fit for AEW more than anything. Me too. Right. I agree. Mr. Black Soul says when I saw the wingmen in the ring my first thought was who are they put, who are they putting over in 3 minutes tonight? I did not have more C in mind <laughs> but enjoyed it still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Sawyer says love the return of uh, the Mexican, or love the return of squad in front of Mexican fans, or let me let me redo this one. It was worded a little weird. Love the return of the squad of Mexican fans in the front row we saw in Chicago last time. Their energy rules. Hope to see them all weekend. Hey, as long as they bring that energy, that's that's what I love to see. Yeah. King of the North says general dynamite or generational dynamite tonight, top to bottom. The main event is an all time TV match. For me, give Luis mm-hmm. a raise because he rules. We give him double time, plenty of time. 
But yes, he does rule. Zach Schimmel says, insert cool message here. Subscribe to Fightful Select. I'm working on a good one for FightfulSelect.com, like literally as we speak. I, I'm, wow. I've got somebody. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Wow. I'm working on a good one for Fightful Select right now. Okay. And Wow, if, yeah. If I get word on it, it'll be up tonight. It'll be up wow. tonight. Um. William Tucker says, can Tony book big men? I'm confused because he doesn't seem to know how to book Archer. I mean, I'm like, how would you want Archer booked? I don't think that there's been anything particularly poor about Archer's booking. Maybe except the fact that he's off TV a little more than I'd like. Yeah, he gets, I mean, I I, I don't know if he's he's hurt or, or where he is or what he's doing right now, but every time they bring him back, He's always presented as as a murder hawk monster for for lack of a better term, and and if he gets put in in some title match or or big you know multi man match, he always delivers. I mean, if you're saying you want him to win all those matches, well, I mean, I don't know at the expense of whom, because I I, yes. I think his place is exactly where it should be according to his age and you know and what's going on. I think that he's always great, but uh, but. And I always look look forward to seeing his matches. Um, may, maybe you could argue that that, that there's not as much um, uh, unpredictability because you always know he's going to lose or whatever. But I, I think he's great where he, where he uses. What else we got here? Jamal says SRS. You got to see the pay per view in theaters. Amazing. One day I will. I mean, there's a theater about ten minutes from me, so I feel like I could go watch one and then make it back in time for a post show mm-hmm. review. Um, so I would I would love to do that. I've always said that watching Stadium Stampede at uh, Daly's Place made me want to watch a show with a uh, show in a theater. Yeah. DDM says, I feel like Archer may need a rebrand. I mean, maybe, but he's like, he's up there at this point. He's like 45? Yeah. Something like that. 45 years old. I think he's probably going to rock this for a while. He had a, you know, he's been in Japan for a while as well. Drew Nicholas says MJF was supposed to return tonight, but was cut for time. Obviously, obviously. if you know, you know that's a that's a, you know, that's you know. a good one. Sheeta and Storm defeat defeat Britt and Hater. Um, Chris Pereira says Team Shidstorm is greater than Thunderstorm. Oh man, my first thought when I saw this was. Um, that Britt probably pushed to get pinned to make a point. Maybe that's, Maybe. that's what I, I fully believe that. Yeah. I think because, okay. Newsflash guys, as we've reported on it last week, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker don't like each other. Legit. Mm-hmm. Don't like each other. Now I know a lot of people say like, why wasn't this known? I thought people just knew it was so common and, and well-known. Like, yeah, I just thought people knew the difference is like, it doesn't make nearly as much of a blip on the radar when you have Rosa and Britt who do not like each other and have not for a very long time, but are also right. willing to work with each other because ultimately they know sure. it's money to work with one another. But if if I were to wager a guess, I would say that Britt heavily pushed f- to be the person to get pinned in order to kind of send a message like, ah, there you go. I can eat a pin. And be fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so too. And, and she, but because also she, because she can, um, and you know, there's, there's more intrigue here. I think like, Oh, Brit got pinned tonight. That means she's definitely winning on Sunday. Oh no, here we go again. Listen, I mean, I think that Sheeta getting the pinfall is good because we want to keep her strong because she hasn't been on dynamite. It feels like in forever. So like, Hey, this is a former champion. You think she's got no shot. Well, Hey, she just pinned Brit in this tag match. You know, like, like, uh, I think it's a cool thing to like reintroduce her in in some way. Um, And uh, I think that a lot of people are are assuming Tony's going to uh, win the title. I'm still pinning. So I'm still a, 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 uh, hoping for a Jamie Hader victory because I think that there's an amazing story of Jamie Hader winning and Britt being like super jealous. They're like, no, that's my title. Like, and so you're going to give me a, a, a match for that title. And, and Jamie be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, ha- I'll give you the match, but I'm not going to lay down for you or anything. Yeah. Like there's going to be a really cool feud there. I think it can, it can happen in a really great way. Um, and I don't know how, if you can get to this out of that as well, but I would not mind a Tony Storm versus Hikaru Shida, anything you can do, I can do better feud. Because I think those two could be magic in an extended feud that is just like about respect. And like, you know, I mean, they're, they, they're rivals, but they respect each other. I think there's a really cool women's feud in Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida, but we'll see where, where they go over there for the, all these four women out of that match. Yeah, I thought this this worked out really well. I'm excited for the four-way. This was a natural uh, match to do ahead of the pay-per-view as well. And Baker taking the pin. Well, I mean, she's the top women's uh, star in the company with the exception of of Jade Cargill, who's been supremely protected right now. So yeah. it makes a lot of sense to me. I'll tell you what else makes a lot of sense to me. NordVPN.com slash Alex. Yeah. It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. And now we we have the updated graphic. We have the updated graphic that lets you know you get four months free, a great deal, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Listen, maybe you want to watch Dynamite without commercials. Maybe you want the WWE Network back. Well, you got to change your virtual location in order to do that because you don't have those options here in the States. Maybe you want to order UFC pay-per-views at a much more affordable rate like I do. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to change your virtual location with just one click. And during those four months free, you can save even more money. This thing effectively pays for itself. It works on all your devices. They got that online threat protection. They have also uh, three tiers. That way you can get whatever services that you need, whether it be a VPN, a pass, or a locker, or maybe all three. The best deal. Online is nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads, and malware. You don't want that stuff, but you, what you do want is to save money. Nordvpn.com slash Fightful helps you do that. I love seeing people whenever they tell me, yep, watching this on Nord, or watching this via Nord, rather. Look at Alex. He Right now, he could, he could use to get away from that potato internet of his. He needs to change that IP. Look at him freezing up. What? What's wrong? NordVPN.com slash Fightful will help all of you. Well, Ace Steel helped out CM Punk. Wow. Uh, CM Punk comes out. 
He talks about how he he doesn't may, maybe have it physically. Uh, he took a shot at a fan who uh, allegedly was trying to start a Colt Cabana chant and said, I have 16 screws in my foot, which is 16 more times than this fat guy in the front row has ever been screwed. <laughs> was it called for b- by both parts? Probably not. <laughs> did I pop? I did. Um. <laughs> I, Damn. I, I didn't know what the fan had been chanting. So so uh I thought he was holding up a sign or something that was making that was saying some bad stuff about punk. I did not know that it was a Colt Cabana reference. But I also love that right afterwards he knows I'm not supposed to be healing right now. I'm supposed to be the good guy, the super good guy. So he's like, I probably shouldn't have said that. But there's a lot of things I've done in my career I shouldn't have done. Ah, wonderful <laughs> save, punk. Perfect save. No it notes. Was. That was great. It was a good transition. I respected the segue. Yeah. But what I respected more was Ace Steel, who came out and went from getting who are you chance yeah. to getting that son of a bitch fired up. I mean, yeah. Ace Steel helped put, put the bow on the right. main event of All Out and n- He's from he's from the area, and nobody knew who he was, relatively speaking. Right. So what he did was he paused. He wisely told them who he was mm-hmm. and his relevance to the situation. For yeah. those of you who don't know, I'm Ace Steel, and I trained this guy. Yeah. And he's like, and this isn't the guy that I've trained. I'm very proud of my career, but I'm prouder of punks, and this isn't the punk that I trained. And he fired up CM Punk, dropped an F-bomb, sensors completely missed it. But it didn't matter. Like, if, you, if you're letting one go, this is maybe the one that you let go. By the way, John Moxley did censor himself earlier, which mm-hmm. was funny. He, he did it in a very cheeky way, though, which was yeah. very funny. Uh, but Ace Steel cutting one of the best promos I've seen all year, Alex. And I've yeah. seen some damn good ones this year. It was great. Um, and, and Punk's reaction to it. Uh, was was equally fantastic. Him ripping ripping off the uh, the overshirt, um, and like he he was he, he got you could tell he was he was getting fired up for real because I mean Punk's really really good now at conjuring up those honest emotions in the ring and his promos, um, and him going out into the crowd, which now is Mox's domain to sign that open contract. Um, I thought was a was a was a really cool touch as well. I'd also like had evoked memories of him going over the barricade and turning back to blow a kiss at McMahon. Like there was a lot of stuff of, of, of for Punk doing that. I thought that was a really good, really good touch. I think that there's um there's there's still a lot of intrigue here in, in the match. Like as I said, I don't know how what where they're gonna go. Um, but but uh there's there's a there's a lot to be said specifically because, especially because a couple of weeks after this is over they have their biggest dynamite of the year is grand slam so they got a, they're basically planning two huge shows like there's this one and then whatever they're going to do for the next one so there's a lot of really great stuff there we have a lot of great super chats and humper chats about this go ahead get it in we would greatly appreciate if you uh if you did such We've got where where are we at here? Phil Felice saying he had his had a pin on him the whole time. Heel. <laughs> Nino says excellent show. CM Punk's promo was incredible. I I gotta say, A Steels was just 
masterful. And yeah. Trey Jones says, everybody needs a friend like him. Hot damn. C says, surprise, Ace doesn't manage someone. He's really good on the mic with Punk. I mean, they, they need to make that a thing down the line. Like, maybe he yeah. manages, like, one person. I don't think he needs a stable. Give right. him one person down the line. I think that'd be great. Yeah, somebody yeah. from Chicago. Got to be somebody from sure. Chicago. Yeah. Eloquent says, like I said last week, trust the process. Great storytelling. That's the thing. I was waiting to see this out. I like the story like that. If I had bought a ticket and driven five, six hours to Cleveland last week, would right. I have liked it? Right. I don't know if I would have liked it that much. I probably wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. But as a viewer who's watching it on TV and pay-per-view and covering it, I like these kinds of stories because they're a little bit different. You don't often see that. So uh, I, I'm enjoying it. Jambeard says, I got to drop those F-bombs like a steel. I try not to anymore. I try to not curse as much. I try to make my words mean more. You know what I mean? Hit a couple mm -hmm. of of headlocks and drop kicks before I do the, the, the tope yeah. suicida. That's right. Sawyer says, I was really curious how they'd get live fans to know who a steel was to make it less awkward. And he pulled it off. So naturally I popped. Well, they did mention him last week, Alex. And I think that maybe they thought that that would be enough, but right. in the nature of that situation, nobody was paying attention to a steel or what anybody was saying about a steel, right? They were paying attention to, Oh my God, work, shoot. What happened is punk getting punished. Right. All these tons of things. Yeah. Also, um, they had, you know, they had Mox leave the contract in the middle of the ring when he left. And then a steel comes down to get it, puts it in his pocket and leaves so he can go back and take it to Punk, we find out. But they had a really good job of telling us that's a steel. That's Punk's best friend. Like, he might be taking that contract to Punk. We'll have to see. But everybody in the arena was like, did we just see a prop manager come down and pick that up to so make sure nobody loses the contract prop because nobody in the arena knew who buy steel was at that point and they did a really great deal a great job of following through with that and having him come back out and, and explain having him explain who he is and why he's out there i thought it was very good joel wood says trying to turn punk heel in chicago is like wwf turning austin heel in texas not a good idea in my opinion that's not what they were doing here um <laughs> he sort of went rogue as he is known to do right no. there but i mean this the other thing is i i, I, I keep saying it the, the the highest degree of difficulty in wrestling would be a punk heel turn in chicago and a lot of people are thinking that might be what we get in, at all out this sunday and i think there's a thing about like people are saying well now he just get cheered like like mjf does in long island but like if long if mjf was a baby face everywhere else and in long island turned yes. heel it might be a little different like if if punk's a heel everywhere else and comes to chicago he's gonna get cheered but if he turns heel in the moment in chicago in the moment you might have that little that gasp they might turn back around and start cheering him after that but there'll be that moment when it happens well we'll see what happens dylan bishop says shout out to bob o'neill for saying they're doing rocky three with punk and mox he's right and it rules uh, i agree and also i mean congrats to bob o'neill for finally being right like that's also very great too that, is, that doesn't that happen good. good for him good for him. that doesn't happen much and I, I just want to congratulate him for that chris rain says i need ace to follow me around and pump me up it is like like mark marrow wishes he could give motivational speeches <laughs> like that like a steal did it like at this point, like I want BTE to do a thing where he's like hyping up the people in catering and stuff like that. Like yeah. every mundane yeah. thing I want him to hype Absolutely. up and then drop an F bomb on. Yeah. That's, that's what I got to see. 
Uh, well, you guys talked about this more than anything. Lovely Punch says, did this angle exist to legitimize Mox as a two-time champ? Uh, I mean, I, I heard Mox pitched it. That's what we reported on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. Uh, but I just think I think it was a good pitch. I like it. Uh, it's interesting to me, but I know it's not for everybody, but I, I enjoy it. But I mean, I, I, why not? I mean, I, I, why, I do why, like Why not I do, like do the- it and, and establish that all the interim champions are something to be taken seriously moving forward? Right. I like that a lot as well. That's that's the thing I like about it as well. And I and I I I heard that like uh, that that Moxley legitimately hated the whole interim tag on his thing. He didn't like being the interim guy. Yeah. He wanted to be viewed as co-champion, basically, an equal. An interim, the interim thing didn't sit well with him. So and I actually like the I idea love of it. like you know him, of him by, by that being the champ now. By saying I love it, I love that Moxley hated it. Not that yes. I love the interim. I love that he legitimately is like, no, man, piss yeah. off with that. That's so cool. Yeah. Marcelo says, turning punk heel in Chicago is faker than Ricochet's beard. Ah, oh, God, Twitter spaces must be stopped. Fallob says, A Steel sold me a ticket. Well, I get the pay-per-view for mostly free, thanks to me living in Lithuania. <laughs> but anyway, I'm still excited at nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Bako5 says, good show. I'm getting tired of TK overhyping everything. Don't get the point of the punk squash if we're getting it on the pay-per-view. Disappointing build. What did he overhype in that regard? I mean, he overhyped I think, the I match think it was, I think it was, he was hyping a lot of, of Dynamite tonight being like, all hands on deck. Our roster's never been stronger. A lot more okay. surprises to come. Like he was doing that on Twitter all through the whole thing. And sure. I'm like, I'm... I, I understand. He's he's a he's he's a carny. Like that's what he's doing. He's getting everybody in the door. He's a promoter. He's a promoter, yep. and his job is to promote things. So yeah, it's just a matter of okay. Well, is he to that person's point? Is he overhyping it to the point to where you don't believe what they say? Right. Uh, Ricardo says Mox with the AEW strapped to his back is the very best Mox. I love Punk, but Mox is my champ. Happy birthday, Sean. SGS for life. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to uh, thank you, Alex, for participating in that video today. That was very cool. nice. I'm listening, you boy. Uh, that was very very nice. And thank you to everybody who wished me a happy birthday yesterday. Um, as I said earlier, my online experience isn't always a wonderful one, so it was very nice to have a lot of nice things thrown my way. New Punk Rant says the CM Punk segment made me cry. Can't wait for the main event. Kenny looked great. Stories are top to bottom. AEW is hot AF at the moment. I think they're going to put on a killer show. I really think they should probably limit to like nine, 10 matches. I don't know about 13 matches. Yeah. 13 matches. And keep in mind, a whole lot of us will have been watching wrestling for a couple hours before that. I don't think they need to take that into consideration. That's their day. That's their weekend. They firmly planted their flag as Labor Day weekend. So I don't think they should have to really cater to NXT. Just saying it's going to be a long day. One that I'm excited for anonymous guy says, I'm probably alone in this, but this mox punk storyline is stupid. The unification match should have happened at all out. The only way I'll be okay with this is if one of them turns heel or MJF shows up or something. Uh, I think the way that they pulled it off made sense. Moxley doing the, open challenge and then well 
why does this person get there before everybody else? Because he's in gorilla. He's a yeah. producer. He's a right. coach. Of course he's going to do it. Uh, Cause Nyla Rose didn't have time to get out to the ring and pick up that contract for me or else a couple of GCW main eventers would have been squaring off there, Alex. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the, the build? Are you, are you well, sold by it? Are you excited to see this match? I'm, I'm telling I'm, I'm saying before last, before two weeks ago, we got that amazing in-ring face-to-face between Punk and Moxley. I was like, "This is it, man! You don't have to do anything. You could just you could you could do all out five minutes from now. Like you don't need to do anything else. This is this is all the build I need. What an amazing segment! That's it." And they said they were like, "No, we're gonna actually do the match next week." And I was like, "What?" And then they did the, <laughs> the 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 squash, and I was like, "What?" And now they actually they righted the ship. But it's in a different way. Whereas before they last week, I was like, I want to see these two guys fight because I want to see like these these two guys fight. Now I'm like, well, there's some there's some intrigue here because of we've already seen that Mox with an injured punk squashes him in three minutes. So how healthy is punk really? How much can he fight through? Because because Mox has already called into question his heart. Did he did he fold? Did he give up? So we get all of these layers of the of the storytelling leading into the match, and then you know during the match there's going to be all the storytelling of Punk selling the foot, Mox working the foot. There's all this stuff. How how dig how deep can can Punk dig to get through all the pain? There's all that stuff we're going to do. I think overall the match itself is going to be this really great storytelling match. For some people, that's not what they want. They just want to see an actual fight. I think that's that's very well put. Uh, very well put. Big Car says Punk and Mox have a battle. Punk hits a low blow. Mox kicks out at two. MJF comes out, leaves the diamond ring on the apron. Shug, shrugs like Wardlow did when Punk beat MJF. Punk hits Mox with the ring uh, to win. Then MJF challenges injured Punk on Wednesday. I think there's, I think there's a lot of overbooking in a lot of these thoughts. I feel like. If you have something that caught the kind of buzz that the MJF situation had, I don't think you capitalize with it on overbooking. Also, not not to toot my own horn, but I'm gonna. I said that the time is going to be very kind to Fightful in our reporting of that situation. Wardlow did an interview with Stephanie Chase of Digital Spy, which you all should check out. And he said it, he's like, uh, that was was supposed to be the biggest night of my life, and I didn't know if I was going to wrestle as of that day because of what happened. That was not a part of the storyline. That was not a part of a work or anything like that. They didn't know. Um, and again, things have been quiet on the MJF front for three months now. But as soon as he does come back, assuming he does, because again, we don't, we, I don't have any information as to when he is supposed to, or if he is, I'm sure we will get information then. I'm sure the, the floodgates will open at that point. But otherwise, it's been just completely crickets. Marcus Carney says, do win-loss record, records still matter in AEW? Yeah, what, what's implying that they haven't? Well, um, you, you choose to have a guy who just lost have the rematch, which is not what they normally do. They're getting, they're getting away contract. with it because they're putting, they're putting the, they're, they're, yeah. but they're choosing to have that story be the story. 
as opposed to the, whoever is the number two contender should get that match, according to this guy. And like, listen, I, I don't disagree with it, but if you're going to say win-loss records matter, maybe there well, could be an argument made. I'm not making the argument. Yeah, but I'm within to, within kayfabe, within kayfabe, it's it's an open challenge. So I mean, right. if you get around it, you do a battle royal, you do a yeah. casino ladder match, you do a tournament. Well, I'm okay with it. Uh, sure. We've got action. Oh, 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 seven saying one of my favorite parts of Fightful is listening to Alex fantasy book. One of the best there is to do it. He is. He's exceptional at it. You punk rant Thank says, you. I'm so excited to see what Kip Sabian can do. He's one of my favorite AEW originals. And part of the reason I'm getting all out, hope he gets a good run. I was fearful that maybe he wouldn't get extended or anything like that because yeah. he wasn't used heavily before. For a except, long time. Yeah. He missed a year and a half, but again, he has a level of charisma that a lot of people don't realize. Mug says might be in the minority, but I thought CM Punk was meh. Do agree that Ace Steel killed it. I mean, I barely remembered what CM Punk said by the time Ace Steel was done talking. Like Ace Steel, it, it is not easy to overshadow CM Punk in a promo. And, you know, that's likely by design here tonight. Yeah. Like, I feel like if Punk wanted to come out and cut a promo, he probably could have cut an outstanding promo because that's what he does. But. Mm-hmm. It, it is rare to see somebody overshadowed in that regard. But yeah, I I think that was probably by design. FTR and Wardlow crushed Ray Jones, Vic Capri, and Silas Young, who existed only to take a punch. Shatter Machine into a powerbomb. I like this. this we, we saw the same thing on Monday with Alexa, yep. Asuka, and yep. Bianca. It's, it is uh, what Adam Sandler pitched to uh, the Warden in Longest Yard. Have yeah. him face Appalachian State. Kick the shit out of him. Get ready for the pape. I love it. Yeah, a tune-up match. I, I wish they would do yeah. this more often rather than have the same teams face off in a non-title match before the, like, no, just, or whatever. You know, we, know, we always see, like, the, the, like I w- I'd rather see these tune-up matches more often. Like, let, let, hey, these are impressive. Like that's uh, we need more some more squashes just to just to get that across to the audience a little bit more. Not all the time, but I think this is a really good use of it. Irene says, "Should AEW consider one more pay per view a year? These fourteen match shows are TK trying to get the most out of the roster on the show, but does it tire out the crowd?" Yes. What I would do if I were Tony Khan booking it, I would let it be known: you better tune into Rampage right that Friday. We're making it pay-per-view quality. That's yep. how you build the Rampage name. Now, maybe the, the viewership is so low, that's not what they want to do. I, I don't know. That's just me spitballing. But I would say, like, hey, this whole week is pay-per-view week. We're going to have some build on there. We're also going to have some major matches. Because 14, 13, 14 matches, you can easily make major dynamite, major Rampage out of that and still have nine matches on your pay-per-view. Yeah, and the other thing that, that I think hurts it as well is uh, you got these quarterly specials, Battle of the Belts, yeah. an hour taped. I haven't cared about if, Battle of the Belts I, since the first no, one. If if you did two hours live, four times a year on Dyna, on, on on TNT or TBS, whatever one is on, like, and you said this is a pay per view, and you're getting it for free. And like actually, because they only have the hour, there's not they don't feel like they can put anything in into it. I wonder if you could do like a, a big long dark and elevation taping leading up to an hour 
live and like really put three top tier matches on that thing and let let people find it that way and maybe uh, maybe that's what they do. But uh, I, I agree. I think I think that five or maybe six, like every other month, you could do a pay per view. You have sixty days. You have eight dynamites to build from one pay per view to the next over and over again for, for the entire year. I think they could do that. Guys, I am working on finishing up a very interesting AEW story. Um, I, I'll say this. It's not related to that fake rumor earlier, but digging around and getting those debunked is how I found out about this one. <laughs> wow. Fightfulselect.com. Wow. If, if I can get the confirm, it'll be up tonight. If not... I'll keep working on it, but it is, it is an interesting one. And honestly, a bit of a surprising one. Um, somebody says, what fake rumor, the fake rumor that Malachi black was released and that like yeah. five or six people asked for their, like all this goofy stuff. Jungle boy and Christian segment. They agreed to no physicality. Jim Ross is there. The majority of this is Christian saying, I, this is who I am. This is really who I am. And Jungle Boy says, you're not wrestling Jungle Boy Sunday. You're fighting Jack Perry. I hope this is a, an adjustment to Jack Perry as a name. It's time for him to become Jungle Man. Yeah, Jungle Jack Perry is, is always the, the way that, uh, that Jim Ross always calls him. I think that's a really good thing for him now. Good. One of his best contributions to AEW is like making that a thing. Yeah. And like, and I'm. I think it's a. We we already have one fantastic grudge match that I and I always I think might be my most anticipated match of the entire weekend in Hobbs and Starks. This one's also gonna be great. You can tell they they have they they've been building to this for a long time, and I'm just saying, there's still still that loose thread of Luchasaurus hasn't touched Christian yet. I don't. I mean, we'll see if, we, if he's really there with these. If a boy and his dinosaur are still best friends at the end of this, there might be there might be a little extra layer to it. Then it's keeping it's it's taking all of me to not just blurt out what what I've heard. <laughs> you should put it and put it in the private not, chat and then and, and let me put say it this, in the private is, chat and let me let me react to it without saying what it is. Okay. <laughs> All right, there we go. go. Here, here we go. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I know. Oh. Listen. I'm going to do this because I love you guys. <laughs> I'm going to do this because I love you guys. Wow. And I'm going to trust. I'm wow. going to trust that several of you will just be nice and subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Yeah, we're, we're, trust, we're trusting you How about guys. that? How about that? Because I appreciate you guys. It's our biggest show every single week. I'm going to give you guys this one. And I'm still working on it. But... What I have been told is that Bobby Fish's deal is not going to be renewed by AEW. Now, 
I don't know if this came about after last week. I'll t- and this is this is why this is wreck spec right here. Reckless speculation that um you know, he's out there talking trash about CM Punk an awful lot last week. He's got a new podcast this week. He's mm-hmm. doing interviews this week. Like, I don't know if this happened before, after it would make right. sense, right? Like, right. but if, his, I did if, have... if he's if he's reacting to being told that, and that's why he's being extra salty. So, uh, Alex, uh, share share your thoughts on this. If so, I, I'm going to post this on Select, right. like what what I've learned. But get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Get, by the way, guys, do you uh, before do you know when the deal is? Is up. I, I don't. Somebody tried to tell me it already was, and I checked with somebody in AEW, and they're like, "Well, that doesn't sound right." And okay, I, I said that as well. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean yeah. he's he's done?" Quote unquote, because he came in in October last year. Right. Who the hell signs like a ten and a half month deal? No, I mean, like if, if it is a one year deal and he's not being renewed in October, I'm I'll, I'll say I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because because Kenny and the Young Bucks versus the indisputed era is something that we, I think we've wanted forever. Like that's the thing, right? Like that was the Wednesday night wars. What that was the, the hottest thing going on in NXT, the, the, the top guys in AEW. that's what we've been wanting. And we haven't really gotten it yet. And for him to, I would say like renew him just so you can do that and then let him go. Like, this is a really weird thing. I, 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 I feel I I I I feel I'm disappointed. Like it's it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, and also it, it deprives me as a fan of something I have been wanting to see for like what two, three years now. As long as yes, as long as, like so I, I've been wanting this this feud, these matches forever, and we're so close. As soon as Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are healthy, we're gonna get those matches. We're not gonna get those matches. Like Which, that, I mean, who knows not, how long uh, though who knows how long Cole and O'Reilly are supposed to be out, right? Right. Um, that's true. I don't but know. this is one of those situations where I'm like, I kind of hope that I kind of hope I'm not hearing the right thing. But I mean, yeah. the people in which I've discussed this with, I mean, I had one person just outright tell me, I know he's not getting renewed, just don't oh. know when it's up. Um wow. I mean, you guys are watching. This is the type of story I, I couldn't leave in the middle of our biggest show of the week to, to right. go handle this. But my God, my God, um, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. There is uh, just. I, I'm surprised. I really expected that. Yeah. One. Also, guys, yeah. uh, make sure you check out our great sponsor, athleticgreens.com slash fightful take athletic greens every day helps a lot with my energy but but not just that you want to be drinking your multivitamin you don't want to take a multivitamin tablet uh it absorbs much easier and one scoop of ag1 contains 75 vitamins minerals whole food source ingredients including a multivitamin multimineral probiotic green superfood blend and more in one convenient daily serving it fixes those nutritional gaps in your diet Supports energy and focus, aids with gut health and health and digestion, supports a healthy immune system, and replaces a bunch of products. Athletic Greens 
com slash Fightful. They have changed the formula over 53 times in 10 years. So they are adapting with science. Check out athleticgreens.com slash Fightful to take control and give AG1 a try. And right now you get one free year or you get free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs of AG1 when you go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Hey, look at that. We did get a couple of Fightful Select subscriptions out of that. So I greatly appreciate it. AT says, Bobby's been taking shots at AEW and praising Triple H every chance he gets. Saw this one coming. I mean, still, is still a little bit surprising that just... Yeah. Like, I mean, they they very clearly, Bobby Fish got signed because they were doing an Undisputed Era thing mm-hmm. in AEW. And now, he, I don't know what led to this. And I don't want to speculate, but um, I can tell you, I did reach out to Bobby Fish before we went on the air. I have not heard back, but I heard back from enough people in AEW that had me be Mm -hmm. like, well, okay. Uh, Eloquent says, would WWE sign him back? He is older. Uh, Why do you, what do you think in that that sense? Well, listen, uh, uh, my great grandfather once saw Bobby Fish bare knuckle box a man for three hours straight in 1909. But um, I, 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 I think that he's the kind of guy who, who could teach a lot of the young people, a lot of stuff. He's a per, he's a, he's an amazing hand. He's never going to steer you wrong in the ring. He's always going to, you know, be where he's supposed to. Um, I think there's, I think there's stuff he can do, particularly if, I mean, Hey, it's, it's, it's triple H in charge. Now you could, you could pair him up with Roddy strong on the main roster to give him give him a, a tag team run of those two guys together as long as as long as Roddy's still under contract and let let them be like a couple of mechanics who go in there and like to hurt people. That's a cool little tag team you could run against a babyface squad. Like Roddy Strong and Bobby Fish is two guys who just like to hurt people against somebody like, I don't know, the Street Profits could be a really fun tag feud. I mean, I don't know what you what you if you would do that or not, but it's there. James says, Sean, I really hope Bobby knows because if you report it, bo- report it before he knows, oh boy. Uh, buddy, this week he started a podcast, <laughs> did two or three different interviews, praised Triple H repeatedly, trashed the top guy in the company's kicks, which were bad by design. <laughs> uh, he knows. <laughs> He knows. Um, I don't yeah. think that somebody makes all those steps in order to do that without without knowing. Uh, man, Nerd Guru says, I hear Diamond Mine is hiring. Good old Bob Fish. I mean, hey, maybe that's a thing that gets Roddy to stay. And you know what? They could do Roddy and and Bobby Fish on, on the main roster, but mm. hope like maybe there's, there's a, a last-ditch thing. I just want to see this match, just this one match. That's it. Yeah. Undisputed Era Elite. That's it. Chris says Fish is doing a seminar at Black Label Pro Turbo Graps, wrestling Kevin Blackwood September 24th. Yeah, uh, he had I, so I had heard that there there had been some efforts to reach out to Kyle to do some indie stuff before then too. But I mean uh, I'll let you guess how many indies he did before last week. Right. Over the last uh, I don't know time he's been in AEW. The answer is zero. Right. Before he did Defy on August twentieth, he had not done an indie since 
September of last year. He All did right. AAA one time, but there you go. Yeah. Does he go back to WWE? Definitely surprised. Um, that much, I don't know. Um, I don't necessarily think so. I think maybe as a coach, that could happen. Mm-hmm. Muggs says, as someone who grew up during the Monday Night War, I want every wrestling company to do well. As do I. Yeah. Uh, as long as you know they're putting out good content, I want to see that that rewarded. We got Andrade attacking Uno and Jose Tazes Vance. We got Hangman in the Dark Order trio on Friday. You love to see it. This had to happen, right? It had to happen. It was a really great way of doing it. And now we get beef with Dark Order, Hangman. Like here, here we, I, I, I kind of love all of this because... Um, Number one, we always thought Hangman's got to join the trio at some point, right? So uh, Vance is in there, but he's hurt. So Vance can't be in there. Eva Luno says, well, I will join. I will join the trio. And uh, Andrade tries to buy Evil Uno because that's what he does. It's his thing. Yes. And then they beat the hell out of Evil Uno. So there's nobody there. And Alex Reynolds and Silver say they're just going to fight best friends three on two. And Hangman shows up and rides to the rescue and now we get hangman and uh silver and reynolds when i'm obviously they're going to beat the best friends and dynamite's gonna, on, on um uh, excuse me on uh on rampage and then we're gonna get hangman in the middle like on on his team with his two real friends but over across the ring is these has so much history with like i love that there's that element there that you can play with in the storytelling if it were me, I would let Dark Order get their big moment. Let let everybody who's still around there from Dark Order come out and celebrate. They don't have to have a long reign, but I think there's a really cool thing they can do there. I think I think the long reign happens when eventually uh, Bucks and Kenny become champions. But I think that you might be able to do a fun thing where like, like the first ever is hanging and- in the Dark Order. If old Bob Fish is gone, which Roy says at least he can collect Social Security and Medicare, mm-hmm. and I'm glad he yes. enjoyed the programs he voted for. If they're not there, there is no great need to keep the elite together mm-hmm. because that was the match. And if you ain't doing that right. match, assuming they're not, assuming this this right. is correct, what we've learned, I don't mind. Hangman is a main eventer, so I'm okay with that. I keep saying you got to have, in my opinion, when you establish a title – a main eventer is there packed right. to a different degree with the all Atlantic title. He at least was the first person to say, I want to be a W champion. And he was kind of put right. on that plane. It's just sure. a lot of the acquisitions pushed him down. As far as uh, dark order, I could see that uh, Chris says, Jose, the assistant casually pulls out a stun gun. He is like the most effortlessly sneakily yeah. savage guy. He really is. It's just, it's just like he'll pistol whip somebody on TV. And you're it's like, great. did he just hit him in the head with a gun? Yeah. Brent says Andrade needs to stop trying to buy people. <laughs> Human trafficking is not okay. Uh, King of the North says John Silver's hot tag where he attacks the Bucks, Omega, Cutler, and Nakazawa all in a row on pay-per-view with Don Callis complaining. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pop me huge. It'll be great. Uh, yes. It'll be great. That's going to be great. And John Silver is made for six-man tag stuff. 
Dish Tree Fail says, Dark Order is feel good. Elite is the way to go. You know, I don't I don't disagree with that either. I think if the Elite wins, well, that's that's a pretty safe one to do. Right. Uh, Adam I, think, Weller, I think that sometimes sometimes you just need to do something feel good. Yeah. Depending on what else you're doing on the show, that might be a way to do it. Adam Weller says, you know what, Sean? That's a lovely drop. Finally going to bite the select bullet. In retrospect, he's yelled it from Rockefeller Tower lately. He sure has. He's yeah, practically yeah. yelled it from Titan Towers, for the love of God. <laughs> uh, but actually, I just got the notification that Adam did actually sign up for Fightful Select. So FightfulSelect.com, guys. Um, there you go. Just a ton of stuff. At least like two big news drops a day. We got at least on average a show per day. Just the, an incredible value for five bucks. I'm very proud of what we've done there. And listen, at 10,000, 10,000 subscribers, Will Washington said he's going to show feet. Maggie from Coexisting with Robin Maggie said she'll stop smoking. And Denise has uh, been open to uh, posting her Braun Breaker interview. Bako5 says AEW's backstage seems like a house of cards. I don't know if this is anything in relation to that. Um, I don't know what it is. I'll I'll work to find out, though. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll work to find out. WWE Mark says, do you think they hotshot UE versus the Elite if it's true so they can say they did it? Do it next Wednesday or ASAP. If it was an option, it'd be happening Sunday. If right. everybody was healthy, it'd be happening mm-hmm. Sunday. To me, like that yeah. was the... Yeah. So uh, also, WWE Mark... Actually, we just read that one. Jordan Scott says, hear me out. Fisher, Thatcher, call them age and violence. You know, I kind of dig that as a team pitch especially on like yeah. raw where they're they're desperate for teams sure ben says regardless of how you feel about all the stories AEW has been hot and newsworthy every week all summer crazy they aren't hitting 1 million viewers consistently yet yeah i'm surprised by that i think that uh you know rising tides whatever the hell the ships i think they'll right. they'll increase and, and do good but i mean naturally not everybody's gonna stay around do i think bobby fish should stay around yeah, but I think like sort of his expiration date was that match, Alex. Sure. Right. That yeah. match was the one. That's why you have him. And hey, you know what? If somehow you can get Roddy Strong, you can just do the match anyway. That's true. We, we, and Roddy we know Strong, he, we is know wanted he out. wanted. We know he wanted out recently. Yeah. But like. But they also have the the other member of Undisputed Era, Ty. You remember when she was rumored yes, to be true. added? There you well, go. no, she, they 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 recruited her to go to attack Nikki Cross one time when they're feeling yes, the same. There you go. So yeah, it's the same thing. Chris says Christian's promos have been great. Hope he wins. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it if he won either. He's been great. Like he filled a void that MJF left, not to the same degree, but you know what? He spackled it up enough. Yeah. He he covered it up. Jimbo says. Fish is too valuable. UE and Red Dragon, something's up. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm gonna. I'm believe me. I'm gonna find out once this story got out there. It was gonna happen. The man's gonna turn 46 this year too, though. So, Flinty says, Punk Hangman Eddie Sammy now Britt Rosa. What's with all the backstage carny pettiness in 2022? Is this a side effect of not having an army of writers filtering the barbs? So Punk Hangman was Punk not appreciating what Hangman said and Hangman trying to sell papes. Eddie Sammy already sort of made up, but I think the story had to be aired out for them to make up. 
Britton Rosa was just, it was open. There was never like a physical confrontation between them. You're not going to like everybody you work with. But Britton Rosa never got to the point of the other two. They never got violent. They never uh, took stuff out on each other. There were barbs on TV, sure, but I, I don't know what the cause of it is. You're likely to have stuff like that. Um, I, you know, dare I say that in WWE, we might, we might be more likely to see that type of thing since we don't necessarily have somebody ruling over it with an iron fist where you screw them, you're done. Yeah. Bugs Bunny says, join select ahead of all out last year. And I love it. I'm glad you do. It's, it's a very useful, it's, it's very handy. It gets sent right to, right to your email or your phone. We love it. Yuda. Defeated Roosh, Phoenix, Dante. This was all over the place. Brent says, can Dante and Phoenix wrestle forever? I am pumped for this ladder match. It's, it's, we got the, the, you know, the Joker with the question mark, but what do you think of the participants in that and this match to sort of build it up? This match should have been 20 minutes longer. <laughs> like these four, like you can't give me these four guys and have the majority of the match. It felt like happened in, in, in picture in picture. I wanted, I wanted so much more of this. Um, but um, the ma- match uh, itself on the, the, the ladder match, you have two BCC guys, the Lucha Bros, and you have Andrade and Roosh, the Los Faccion Ingobernable, and Dante. And what, what people are like, oh, could the Joker be Darius? Yeah. Like, that would be really nice to see, like, Darius come out and support his brother. So you have, like, basically four sets of tag teams in the match. But if people have worked themselves into a shoot that the Joker has to be some big surprise, some major signing, some it big doesn't. return, but people have worked themselves into that point. I would hate for Darius to come back to have this awesome feel good moment with his brother. And people would be like, Oh, is that it? I mean, I don't want that to happen. You shouldn't react that way, no matter who it is, but people are going to, and I don't want that for Darius. However, I love the idea of only one guy can win this. So you have these these three tag teams, like two sets of brothers, and like the the Blackpool Combat Club, like getting in their way, trying to like help each other, but not if it means you win the match and I don't. Like there's some really cool stuff there. And then and then Dante, who gets to just do backflips over everybody. I mean, I'm I don't know who the who the Joker is. I would love to be it for it to be a surprise, not necessarily somebody huge, but like somebody I hadn't thought of. And um, I I think there's something really fun to be had there. I think this match might steal the whole weekend. That's how good all these guys are in it. Victor says possibility of Eddie as the Joker build a grand slam would be clear than anyone else winning his next few to blow off at New York. I actually think Eddie as the Joker would be great after he has a brutal match with Ishii he like limps out and there he yeah. is. And I just like the casino ladder match anyway. I love the premise of it that it can finish before all the entrants can even get there. You might not even get to the Joker is the yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Nurguru says, in my opinion, people that are already champion shouldn't be in a ladder match to get a title shot. Doesn't really make sense because they, they could be having other contenders matches for their own titles, i.e. Claudio and Yuta. Well, they aren't champions technically in that company. So I don't have right. a problem with it. Yeah. History says the Joker is QT. Now let's have Shingo from New Japan. Right now, I'm digging the Eddie idea. Oh, God. Joey Bag of Donuts says, this isn't the first time Bobby Fish's contract hasn't been renewed. He had the contract to build Noah's Ark. 
<sighs> we have a bunch of announcements. QT Starks. Uh, we got the Jade and Athena interview. Swerve in our glory and acclaimed face-off set for Rampage. Ruby uh, and Ortiz versus Ty and Sammy on Rampage. Yuta Garcia, two on Dynamite. And Grayman Media says, do you think AEW should have Swerve booked as the world champion 2023? Outside of MJF and Okada versus Punk, uh, that would make money or sense, I think they said. Makes sense. Right now, I see nothing to indicate to me that Swerve could not, should not eventually be world champion, whether it be 2023. I think that he, man, does he get it. He put it all together. I could not believe WWE let this printing press walk away. Couldn't believe it. And here he is. I I think for sure he's going to end up world champion. Uh, Yeah, he'll end up world champion. Um, I, I, Something I've, I've, I've thought about specifically last week when he cut that promo. Ricky Starks is the guy, if you told me that by double or nothing, he's in that title match and he wins it, I would not yeah. be surprised. That that dude's meteoric rise. Um, and a perfect, really good long feud for, um, for Starks is after, I think we think, the inevitable um, swerve turning on Lee, having their feud. As a grudge match, if Swerve moved on from that, Swerve versus Starks a year from now, oh hell yeah, could be amazing, amazing title program. We've got King of the North saying Roosh continues to prove me wrong with people who thought he'd be difficult to work with and not care like his last days of ROH. That man is motivated. It seemed like he did kind of want to prove to people, hey, I'll I'll do jobs, I'll I'll do this, I'll yeah. work, I'll put in what I can because I mean, is he a big name? Yes. But relatively speaking, like compared to the American audience, like they still got to get to know who he is. GB or C says, Roosh is so good. He's made me a fan. He's undeniably good. Roy says that Eddie is the Joker would be the reverse theory. I agree with that. Uh, Guys, we're heading down the home stretch. Get in your super chats, get in your humper chats, leave a thumbs up on this video, please. Uh, Todd Starr talks about the Don and Osprey interview, which is great. Don Callis uh, approaching, uh, approaching says, Don't like Osprey, but big respect to him for the Hanukkah Morris shirt in his interview. Also, JR needs to go away. The Sheeta looks Americanized comment is pure garbage. Yeah, I, I think he meant more her wrestling style than anything, yeah, but maybe. he ain't the best at, at, at explaining that. But Osprey, not that part, no. Yeah, Osprey and Don Callis. Omega built this from the, the interview we did two months ago, was yeah. building this. And now yeah. we got people, C. Foster saying, are we getting it at Grand Slam? It makes an awful lot of sense to me to do this at Grand Slam because after this insane match, Osprey was looking an awful lot. You had Callis building it before, those two building it during, Osprey building it after. I thought this was a really good way to accomplish a lot of things in one night. Right. I think we all looking at what Omega's doing and him coming back feel like we're getting a firmly baby face Omega before too long. I think him and Hangman hugging it out after the match on Sunday, regardless of which tins, solidifies Omega as a baby face. And as a baby face, he doesn't need Callus anymore because Callus is a heel manager who gets to be there and get all kinds of heat that then Omega can soak up. 
I think Omega aligning himself with Osprey um, is a is a perfect way to kind of like maybe Osprey doesn't need Callus either, but that that little through line there uh, would be a really cool way to get to uh, you know Osprey getting one over on Omega by Callus turning on Omega. There's something there too. Will Ospreay, uh, regardless of what anybody thinks about him, uh, is just untouchable in the ring right now. So and considering the people he was in the ring with, that's saying a lot. Like, I, he is having such an unbelievable run in the ring. He just keeps doing it. And this is Kenny's second match back, but I'm, I, I leave this thinking, like, God damn, Will Ospreay is so good. And the amount of money that guy is about to make is unreal because I'll tell you what, Triple yeah. H would love to have Will Ospreay oh. and let him do oh. whatever the hell it is that he wants to do. This is a new era of recruitment in WWE where not only can you say, we're going to offer you like an insane seven-figure right. deal, but hey, also, you're going to have more creative input and the creative's going to be good. And you can wrestle how you want. Osprey is about to get paid when the time comes. oh oh he sure is um also isn't there like long-standing beef between him and seth rollins which seems like the kind of feud that triple h would just love to book you know what i mean look so at, look at what rollins is doing with a guy that the internet picked up on that he didn't like before they're having yep. a great feud on raw right now uh we've got all yeah. kinds of super chats matthew plus says mjf will take the title from punk at grand slam to me, to go to open challenge right to guy who got squashed in his last match, yeah, ah, that would undermine it an awful lot. King of the North, full says, gears in Newark, go- full gears in Newark, right? Like, yeah. like that's the thing that's been like we, we've reported this. So, like the the mm-hmm. idea of that is out there. That's close enough to Long Island that you could like have MJF maybe do something there. I don't know. Sports says Punk also got squished in his last match. Yes, that's why I just said it. That's why I just said it. If you go from one squash to an open challenge, and then your first match after that is guy who also got squashed, I yes. think that's too, too like yeah. 2017, 2018, 2019 WWE. I don't think that's a yeah. good thing. Like, that's what I just said. Yeah. Right. King of the North says, Kenny Goat Mega does it again. What a match. And Action says, the way Fletcher took that V trigger. I think he was like, uh, you ain't knocking me out cold. Oh yeah. He took that on the shoulder blade for sure. Uh, that was, and you know what? Can't say I blame him. Maybe a little bit of rust. James says the Omega and will stuff makes me so happy. It's it. They wisely built it. They very wisely built it on social media and playing off of things. Max Chewy said, Did Alex reveal a Fightful exclusive about Full Gear? It's been aggregated heavily at this point. It, it, it's hours ago. It's out there. By it's that point, there. it's out there. Distry says, Omega handpicks Osprey as his final or his official successor. I think Omega's got a lot left in the tank. Give him his salmon jacket. Panda Bear <laughs> says, Nick Jackson doesn't get enough credit for being one of the best. He's like SRS. Am I right? <laughs> well, I, I can tell you, like... It, what has always impressed me is Nick Jackson's kicks, the technical ability that he has yeah. in his kicks, the precision that he has in his kicks, and the speed transitioning in and out of them. What he does is not hard or is not easy at all. It is right, yeah. very, very difficult. 
Any idea when Will Ospreay's contract is up? Um, let me look. I feel like I knew this at one point. I might have the details. Spring, summer 2024 is the word. That's the word. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. Because um, in August 2019, says... For the next five years, Will Osprey is property of the Lion Mark. So there you go. 20, 2014. Yeah. At least as of then. Sawyer said, the near fall off the shooting star Meltzer driver sold me a ticket. Ref was at two, and I briefly thought maybe Hanger dodges Kenny till full gear. So, um, yeah, that one, I was like, how is this going to work? How is this going to work? And he just right. barely got it in there, Alex. He barely got it in there, man. No, I mean honestly, like you could sell me on. We don't, we don't see Kenny and Hangman touch until one year after that match at Full Gear. You could sell me on the, yeah. the story of that, but I still think this is the perfect time to do it as well. Jacob says, "What's Osprey's New Japan status, and will he be on national TV full time? Because boy, does he deserve it." Um, so he, he's still in Japan. I mean, he was there as of two weeks ago, headed to the UK. Now he's in the States for a little bit. He'll be heading back there soon. I would imagine with probably by the end of September. I don't know what he's, I don't know their schedules right now, but he's, he's signed for a while. Chris says, I don't know how the finals of the trios tournament is going to top elite versus United empire. Oh, I think they'll find a way. Uh, do not underestimate Alex Reynolds and John Silver as a unit. They're very polished. John Silver is a hot tag machine. Hangman Page is so likable and over. There's mm-hmm. history with him and all them. And you got to remember who Omega and the Bucks are. I mean, damn. Right. I I think when all said and done, we'll look back at this tournament and say that tonight's match was the best match of the tournament. But the final was 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 necessary to close off a very long storyline. I I said this in the chat um to the chat in, in my in live stream before this but i think that there's been a kind of a through line for hangman page through the entire history of aw it's almost like you can't tell the story of aew without telling the story of hangman page because it's mirrored along the way and this is a major point for him to be in the ring backed by, by two guys, including Alex Reynolds, let's not forget, who hated Hangman's guts for a while. Like, to have Reynolds and and Silver behind him, fighting him alongside those two guys, across the dudes who betrayed him a while ago. Like, that's a major story arc for this Hangman character who feels like he might be the heart and soul of all of AEW. I think there's a really cool story beat they need to close off here at the pay-per-view. Distry says, nothing against Omega, my favorite wrestler. Cannot wait for his mano a mano meeting with Billy the Wanker. Going to the Toronto show, see you there. I'm hoping that I'll be there. Uh, Peanut Butter Joshua says, Ibushi is the Joker. Well, that'd be nice, but I don't know if he's even cleared yet. Henry Casey says, leaving for Chicago tomorrow. Super excited to see whatever madness TK has planned. Feel like Punk turns on Ace Steel and bloodies him. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, um, but I am excited for that. That that'd be interesting. It's got me thinking, though. It does have it running through my head. Yeah. And if anybody could pull it off, it's Punk. I think it's Punk. You know, it. The thing is, when he said that, I was like, "That sounds interesting." Yeah. 
LeChampion says, did Moxley's AEW contract ever get renewed? Well, I, I've just been told he's still with AEW and he's probably going to be with right. AEW for good. There you go. Guys, I want to, oh, we've got, uh, Sawyer saying, I briefly thought that Hanger dodges Kenny till full gear. You had addressed that though. Um, yeah. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. I would greatly appreciate you guys. Again, we have shows all weekend long. I'll be here with Julie Cutler after All Out. But Alex and Kate will be over on FightfulSelect.com. Hey, guys, I gave you that scoop for free. Show me some love. <laughs> subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. You don't have to worry about getting billed. If you subscribe right now, you're not going to get billed again in 10 minutes yeah. like it used to happen with Patreon because we've got anniversary billing. So go to FightfulSelect.com. Alex, tell the people what you do. Yeah, over there uh, on, on Fightful Select, uh, I do um, a review for uh, Raw and uh, also for SmackDown. Not this week because I'm going to be on the actual proper SmackDown review show with with uh, with Kate Elizabeth uh, on, on this year's channel. But don't worry. You're going to get plenty of me and Kate on Fightful Select because we're doing a post-Clash uh, the Castle uh, show and a post-All-Out show over there. And then somewhere along the line, we're going to do a, a review of Worlds Collide as well. So you're going to get your fill of me. And I think we're, are we within shouting distance of 9,000 subscribers over there? You know, wouldn't that be a nice thing to, to have uh, show up uh, along the line this, this, this it, weekend? It would be. Uh, unfortunately, there will be a ton that drop off over the That's next true. day because... That's even though new subscribers aren't billed on the first, all the old ones are. So we're probably going to have hundreds that, that are falling off. But hey, remember, update your credit card info or just steal one from somebody. That's yeah. also effective. Johan says NordVPN.com slash Fightful plus Rakuten. Thank me later. Well, there you go, buddy. Get, mm. get that plug in. We greatly appreciate you guys. Make sure that we don't have any more Super Chats. We don't. Thank you to Luis, our... our uh, moderator until next time we're out